Welcome to the Cornhole Masters Podcast. I'm your host, Steve G. This week I have with me Sean Logan, the um, well, shoot. Sean, are you the CEO, the founder? What are you related to Kawasaki Kids Foundation? I am the executive director and founder. All right. Executive director and founder. But you're also a business partner of the guy I interviewed last time, uh, Don Newvoner. I think I pronounced that name. I, I murdered it during his conversation. No worries. <laughs> I think that's right. I'd probably do the same. <laughs> but... Uh, um, the but you're a business partner with him, right? Yeah, we partnered up for the uh, Bags, Bites, and Brews Cornhole Tournament in Colorado, and uh, yeah, it's exciting. Awesome, awesome. All right, so you are the major beneficiary of the Bags, Bites, and Brews, uh, your organization. But um, honestly, ahead of talking to Don, I never heard of Kawasaki Kids Foundation, so and I'm sure a lot of my listeners have not either. Can you educate us on what Kawasaki Kids Foundation is and what your goal is? Yeah, so we started nine years ago. Kawasaki Kids Foundation was born because my son was uh, misdiagnosed with Kawasaki disease. Kawasaki disease is inflammation in the blood vessels. And, uh, and so inflammation is a swelling. And uh, you have a vital 10-day window to be diagnosed and treated before it turns into full heart disease. The disease affects kids zero to five years of age. So they're young kids. They're kids maybe that are, you know, below the talking uh, time. So, they're, you know, the six months to, you know, year and a half, two years, they don't know the symptoms. And you have to have a really good doctor and a really aggressive parents to be able to figure out what this disease is. So uh, my son, Cooper, uh, was diagnosed and, uh, and unfortunately suffered from a... Uh, uh, misdiagnosis and now has a, a giant coronary aneurysm and stage three kidney failure due to the disease. Oh my goodness. But you said he, he got mis, misdiagnosed with Kawasaki um, illness. Is it Kawasaki illness or what is, what is that? Kawasaki illness? disease Kawasaki. is the, is the name of it. And uh, yeah. So like I said, you have a vital 10 day window to be diagnosed and treated. He was caught on day 12 and a half. So two and a half days over that uh, vital 10 day window. And uh, unfortunately uh, with having the inflammation in the blood vessels, as you get closer to that 10 days, you are uh, more chance of having the full heart disease. So what happens is you get an aneurysm in your coronary artery. And, uh, and that is the, the weakest point in the blood vessels is that, is that artery. And, uh, and so he'll go through a bypass heart surgery, uh, in the near future. And then he'll go on to the kidney transplant list, uh, uh, you know, in the near future, we just don't know when all that will happen and, and, uh, which is first, which is last. And, and we're just, we're nine years without that. So we're doing good. Okay. Excellent. And you answered comes to some of my other questions. I was actually just curious of uh, what is the treatment of that. And it sounds like, uh, shoot, if they can get, uh, Oh, um, who's the guy? Who's the uh, lead singer of the Rolling Stones? My my girlfriend's gonna kill me right now if I can't. Mick Jagger. Oh if they yeah. Can, if they can fix his heart, come on. As old as he is, I mean, they got to be able to do something for your son. Right? That's exactly right. Yeah, he's on uh, about uh, I think it's now fifteen or sixteen meds a day to stay alive. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. But you know, if you were to see him and and meet him, you'd ha- you'd have no clue. He's got a is a ball of energy and and. Uh, uh, you know, it's all, uh, it's all inside, uh, heart issues, but outside he's just, uh, 
you know, playing basketball and doing his thing. So. Well, that's awesome. I understand he's also uh, an aspiring DJ. He is, yeah. He's had 41 events in 2021 and uh, very busy. He got, got to DJ at the uh, uh, MLB All-Star Fan Fest. Oh, wow. And uh, Yeah, it was pretty cool. And so, yeah, he's, man, he just is uh, killing it. We're very proud of him. That is awesome. And he does the uh, all the music mixing at the Bags, Bikes, and Brews that happens on in September, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, yeah. He comes for the, the weekend. We, you know, he's uh, also addicted to cornhole. So <laughs> there's, uh, you know, a little uh, give and play. So we're like, okay, get us some music, put it on the loop a little bit, then go live. Then you can play, uh, you know, in the juniors, uh, in the juniors tournament. And uh, yeah, we we allow him to do both, so it, it's fun. Now, how's he do at uh, Cornell? Is he is he bad, as bad as I am? I'm sure he's better than I am. Well, I don't know. I mean, we're we're all uh, we're all in the same boat. We're all learning and and playing. And any day you're you're playing cornhole is a good day. I mean, really. <laughs> so the the money you raise from the bags, bites, and brews, and all the various uh, cornhole tournaments uh, that uh, that you're a beneficiary of. Um, what do you do with that money and how do you help out the Kawasaki Kids Foundation? Great, great question. You know, I've spent the whole day uh, putting together lists of uh, over 25, almost 30 kids that we will grant uh, Christmas wishes to. So that's one of our big programs every year that uh, uh, money goes to. So these kids would otherwise not have a, a Christmas when we come in and, and make that Christmas for these Kawasaki kids that are, are suffering across the country. Uh, we do a lot of backpacks across the country. So uh, here at uh, Denver Children's Hospital, uh, Boston uh, Children's and, and Austin, Texas, where we put together backpacks that once they're diagnosed, uh, doctors take in this backpack full of, of toys and fun, magazines for the parents and things to be able to bring a smile. Because a lot of these kids are put in isolation once they're diagnosed because their body's so ravished. So they can spend sometimes three to almost three weeks, three days to three weeks in isolation. And so being able to have that backpack to bring a smile, these doctors fight over who gets to take these backpacks <laughs> in just because it's, you know, it brings so much joy to these kids. So, um, so that, that's, that's another piece, another program that we have. We fund a lot of research at uh, Children's Hospital Colorado. We do a lot of education and awareness across the country. And uh, yeah, man, we're, we just support families and we support kids who are dealing with this, uh, this deadly disease. That's awesome. So you, you talked about, we got this, uh, this small 10 day window uh, for being diagnosed. I mean, um, how does, has your foundation been an integral part to helping doctors look for it or even educating parents on what to look for and push for? Because I think you said earlier that um, you have to be an aggressive parent in order to hopefully get your doctor to look for this. So is, yeah. how does your foundation so, help with that and help educate uh, both doctors and parents? Yeah, so we, we have, uh, you know, between social media and videos that we do and, and, uh, and, and that kind of stuff, we've saved over 100 kids now with early diagnosis and no heart issues <clears throat> due to those things that we're putting out across the country. You know, we've had parents come in with an iPad with our, with the symptoms from our website and say, here, this is what we think we, you know, my son or my daughter has. And the doctor's like, oh man, gosh, I haven't seen this since med school. Yeah, let's try it. And perfect. It, you know, it saves a kid. 
Uh, on the flip side of that, uh, we're doing a lot of research uh, through Children's Hospital that's uh, looking to put together a diagnosis um, uh, with a urine sample. Right now, you have to, to be a diagnosed, you have to have, a, you know, a blood, blood work that, that shows, you know, platelets high and different things. You have to have an echocardiogram, so a scan on your heart to show the inflammation in the, in the heart walls and in the, in the heart itself and in the arteries. And, uh, and then you have to have a really good and aggressive doctor. So those are three things. Uh, and a lot of times those doctors want to say it's hand, foot, mouth, it's strep, throat, because it has a lot of the same symptoms. And so between both of those and working with, uh, you know, our board members that are, are high-class uh, Kawasaki disease doctors across the world, uh, you know, we're making a difference. Awesome. Well, you, shoot, your board members. I mean, um, well, first, let me uh, let's educate people. Where can they find more information about Kawasaki Kids Foundation and find yeah. some of those uh, key things that uh, they can get their doctor to look for if, if their child is experiencing some of those symptoms? Totally. KawasakiKids.org is the easiest way. It's K-A-W-A-S-A-K-I, just like the motorcycle. It just doesn't you know, associate with it. It's KawasakiKids.org is the easiest place. Awesome. Awesome. So in, did you always have this board of directors? I mean, what, do, what does the board do and how does, uh, are you constantly recruiting new doctors or is it uh, other corporations getting involved in this board? Yeah. So, uh, so the board is, uh, is built of, uh, of seven of us and, uh, you know, the board is, is built there to, uh, direct, and help me be able to do the day-to-day -day and help these kids and, and see where we're going. Um, we're not at Alzheimer's. We're not a breast cancer awareness. We This is really rare. You know, unfortunately, it's rare. I'd never um, heard of it. And, yeah. And so when you look at that, uh, we don't have the dollars coming in. So we're really event-based. And that's where the Bags of Bites and Brews guys, you know, I've done huge golf tournaments where we raise a hundred grand from a golf tournament and we do a lot of 5Ks. And I got into the cornhole world and said, man, I would love to, to do this. And uh, a mutual friend put Don and I together and we both kind of had the same love of wanting to do a tournament. And we both hit it off and decided, oh my gosh, you know, we could be really good friends and this is going to be fun. And we got excited and we're like, oh man, let's do it. And then he just blew up to being a one-day event to now being a three-day event. So uh, him and I have a, just a huge love for each other. And, uh, uh, you know, it's exciting for us to grow the Bags, Bites, and Brews, but it also it grows the awareness, uh, you know, on the foundation. Absolutely. And, and this one of the th things that uh, Don was talking about is that just looking at the growth of Bags, Bites, and Brews over the past couple of years, going from a one-day outdoor event to now a three-day indoor event. He yeah. doesn't ever want to go, but he, he wants to keep it indoor uh, because totally. it's just, it's, it's so, it's so different. And, and yeah, I, we had guys coming from all across the country and in big, big groups of coming from, you know, Texas and coming from New Mexico and coming from the Denver area. I mean, we had, we had great groups. And I think that's the, the Cornwall community in general is just a bunch of great people who really are a family. And so to be able to talk to those, excuse me, to be able to talk to those people, tell them our story, have them know now what Kawasaki disease and they go back into their community and be able to, um, they're going to save somebody. They, they, they might not know it, but they're going to save somebody in the long run because of what they know, you know, from this event. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah, and to be, truth be told, I mean, I looked at, uh, I've just started, well, shoot, I've been playing cornhole for about seven years now, I guess. Okay. And I I got out of, out of it for a while and just recently got back into it, and I saw that uh, you guys were having that back spice bruise. I'm like, oh, man, I want to go up there. I'm like, no, I'm going to bypass this year. I'll go next year. And, man, I'm, I missed out on a big event, but I'll tell you, I'm going to go to well, the remainder of the events. It's going to be bigger and crazier than ever. Uh, we're already thinking about what we can do to make it, uh, make it even more cool than last year. Yeah. So is the bags, bites of brews, the only cornhole tournament that, uh, you're really involved in, or do you get more involved in more of them in even surrounding States? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we have the three day event with the bags, bites of brews, and then we've ventured off because we had another city here in Colorado who said, man, we want to, we want to have you do that same thing and bring it to our park and do something. So we have, we have uh, ventured off and the foundation has done a smaller event. Uh, and, uh, but we haven't, we know we haven't moved outside of Colorado. Um, you know, it, it, it really is. It's, it's hard because to do it successfully. And that's the only way I want to do events is successful. Absolutely. Um, but to do that, you really have to have a, a great team. And so, you know, with Don and his part where it's running the tournament, I don't want to do that. And I don't know how to do that. Right. <laughs> but he does it just amazing him and his team, his wife. I mean, so if I had multiple Dons that I could partner up with in other areas, I'd probably do five or 10 of them a year. Uh, but they're just not, you have to have the right team. And, uh, and so for right now, no, it's just Colorado. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you also do a golf tournaments too, right? We do. We do a, a huge golf tournament. We're in our ninth year uh, doing that. And uh, that's our big money maker for the foundation. It's 144 golfers right here out of Northern Colorado. Uh, we do a, a couple big poker tournaments a year. We do uh, multiple 5Ks across the country. And, uh, and then uh, we're actually uh, branching out to the Austin, Texas market. We'll be adding a new golf tournament this coming up this year. So we're super super stoked about that okay and you advertise all that stuff on on your site kawasaki kids.org yeah kawasaki kids.org awesome awesome if you want i'll bring cooper in really quick and he you can uh, sure at least get him get him on for two seconds and see what who knows what he'll say hey coop come on really quickly say hi dj Lil coop how are you man i'm good how are you good Hey, uh, I'm not sure your dad introduced you introduced you to me, but uh, I'm Steve G. I've got this podcast called Cornhole Masters. Awesome. And uh, yeah. last week, last time I did an interview, I talked to Don Newvoner, and he talked about your dad and Kawasaki Kids Foundation. So yeah. like, it was a no-brainer to get you guys on, but um, your dad's just been talking you up, and, and Don's been talking you up, too. And you're the quite the aspiring DJ, man. Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I guess you could say it's inspiring just coming from, if you take it from the perspective of that, I was in the hospital. Um, then, yeah, I mean, then it's inspiring to maybe all the kids that also had Kawasaki disease and all that. Awesome. So you you also did um, with a um, an all-star uh, or major uh, league NBA? Uh, yeah, the All-Star Fan Fest for MLB. Okay. Um, it was at the, oh, what 
Is it Denver Convention Center? Yeah, the Convention yeah. Center down in Denver. Um, since um, a friend of my dad's, um, DJ Lojo, um, I think that's how you say it, right? Yeah. Anyways, he, they needed DJs and stuff, and they're like, oh, yo, I know a guy named Cooper or whatever or something like that. And um, since it was in Colorado, it was like a lifetime opportunity, you know? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was awesome. And, um, yeah, we were able to check out what was all going upstairs, how they were setting up. And it was crazy. It was so cool. They had, like, seven mini baseball fields in there. So a lot of fun stuff. But, yeah. And, Did you get to meet yeah. anybody cool or any MLB uh, guys? There, I don't think there were any MLB guys there. They were all, like, doing something. Got know. to hang out with Spielberg, huh? Yeah. Uh, he Spilly. was yeah, – Spilly was out there um, signing balls in – or something like that, jerseys, I don't know, um, somewhere around there in the convention center. But, yeah, it was awesome. Definitely one, one of a lifetime opportunity. Uh, you know, talking about that, I'm just going to – I'll just say years and years ago, I was doing uh, hotel bartending and <laughs> down at uh, what, what used to be the Adams Mark Hotel in downtown Denver when the NHL All-Star Game was happening. And I, I wasn't following NHL at that point in time, but I've got – I had – Bobby Orr, Bobby Hull, uh, all those guys. I was serving them alcohol, and they were signing a napkin for me. And I can't for the life of me find that napkin anywhere. And I'm kicking myself. Oh, oh no! <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's it's a memory I've got in my head until that day I die. So <laughs> all that matters. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, what do you think about the uh, bags, bites, and brews, and everything your dad does, and and Don does, and the cornhole community does for Kawasaki kids? You know, it's it's just awesome because I know my dad loves cornhole and is a huge fan of it and stuff. And um, Don he makes all the awesome boards for us to play there, like um, you know, so like where the ball's actually able to slide and stuff, good boards and stuff. Um, I think it's just awesome because like when you're kind of the main spot in it and is and you know the money is going to a spot that you were at in your life before it's it's fun because like you know you're doing good and I've always wanted to do good in my life and just knowing that I can follow up that with what my dad did it's awesome and yeah it it's a great community all the people there are just awesome people always just buying all these new bags and stuff it's awesome too and also just being able to dj there just like seeing all the faces and stuff like <laughs> it just lights up the room instead of a boring room you know it, it's it's definitely awesome and knowing that you already got the job <laughs> but just knowing that um like that just you know like doing good cooper got to hang awesome. out with uh bobby fink uh the ghost Oh really? Yeah, yeah and uh, he just mentored him. For, they they played yeah. for like I don't know two, two and a hours? half, three yeah. hours, and then he came. Bobby came back the next day, and he brought him a set of his own bags and gave them to Cooper. And that was like, that was so very cool. Yeah, it was yeah. just like it was like a once a lifetime. Just just for it's that tells you how great the community is. They just took time. To, to help the the young kids coming up and and just to spend some time it was it was awesome absolutely and and I'm, i'll just say this coop is just hearing you talk i mean you you are you're 
you got some age in you, man. You got some uh, kudos to you because you are an inspiration to anybody listening to this call or listening to this podcast. Um, you're you're making a, you're making a difference. So keep it up, man. Uh, kudos to you. Kudos to your dad. And here, shoot, hearing you getting coached by Bobby Fink, I don't stand a chance against you playing Cornell, dude. <laughs> You're gonna be throwing airmail after airmail on me. I can't throw. I can't do anything on you, man. Still got a lot of learn. Haven't played cornhole in, in a it's minute. This is huh? in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, um, you're a DJ right now. You had the opportunity to do the MLB um, uh, fan thing uh, for do DJ there. You're the DJ at uh, the Bags by Some Brewers. Is that what you want to do? Is you just kind of doing that as a kind of like a side thing and, and hustle of, uh, and that's what you enjoy. You know, what are you looking to do, man? You know, like I could make it a side thing if I wanted, but it's every day. Like I'll take a little break. My dad you better get up there practicing, man. You ain't going to go nowhere if you ain't practicing. <laughs> and I, I take that. It's not only that. And I love basketball too. I take those both things and put it in my mind and like, yeah, you, you got to practice like you're going nowhere. And yes, I, I want to do it as long as I can. I want to thank both Sean and Cooper for taking the time out of their day to talk to me about the Kawasaki Kids Foundation. They are truly doing great work to save hundreds of kids from this disease that is not widely known, but can be so very debilitating to kids of such a young age and have lifelong impacts. I'm very impressed with Cooper, and I think he is an inspiration to kids out there that are experiencing issues of their own. The way he presents himself and looks at his past experiences is truly amazing, and I look forward to meeting him at the next Bags, Bites, and Brews in 2022. I also continue to be very impressed by the generosity of the Cornhole community and how we continue to come together to support good causes like this. I look forward to continuing to participate in events like these in the future and hope to see you all out there too. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we invite you to join the Cornhole Masters community and subscribe to the podcast today. <laughs>